Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome to another episode of the Lift Effect Podcast, where I, Carl Keller, and Matt McNeil take you on another often unknown journey as to what we're going to talk about. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know, it's like, truly, it's, I never know where our conversations take us often. Uh, we start one area and we like, oh, wow, where did we get somewhere there? somewhere else. Yeah. How is, well, how is your week? My week is good. We had a couple good meetings this yeah, week. We did. Yeah, we, we did. We did some V one stuff, and uh, I'm going. It looks to, like you've got a little bit of a health just restoration coming up. I do. Well, if you call that health restoration, we're going to visit <laughs> going to visit family. So, oh, yeah, that might be stress. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not. No, it's but, good. Uh, it's, it's good. Yeah. Gonna see. It's always uh, good to see family. Yeah, gonna see some family, and and we'll. Uh, Hopefully a little bit of downtime, not not seeing too many people next week. Got to do a few things, but other than that, things good. I'm going to fly tomorrow, so that's good. And uh, yeah, what's going on with you? What's happening? It's just been a busy week. Uh, I uh, got my um, daughter back from her visiting her friend out in Phoenix. When she landed there, it was 119. Mm -hmm. And now it's uh, on the drive back, she goes, Dad, I think I know what I want to do with my life. Really? And I go, she's uh, she does gaming and she's really yeah. good at it. I mean, she makes some for her age makes some decent coin. Yeah. She goes, I want to be a pilot, and I go, what? Oh Jesus! Oh my God! That's, uh, <laughs> Carl, you didn't I, tell her. <laughs> yeah, I have gone out of my way now to talk about what I do, just because I wanted my kids to figure themselves out, and and my wife is interested in it. My to my eldest son now my oldest daughter i'm going like and she goes yes it's all your fault and i'm going so does that mean you're going to get into the rescue squad or be a firefighter too <laughs> no, no answer on go that do some one. introductory flights oh we'll see how God. that goes that's what i told her yeah, yeah exactly. that's what i said if yeah. you do that first and then we'll talk seriously because yeah. that's a big commitment that's a both, big commitment you know time it sounds expensive and, for you too yeah man. no it's <laughs> you better you better start work get get some get some more jobs going here i bet i, I i'm thinking about Tanner, and, yeah. it's either you go to <laughs> either i help you as a pilot or you get married and i help you there you're not yeah. going to get both <laughs> yeah exactly choose oh oh man but, all right uh, well that's cool so mm. you know uh we were looking through some of the questions and uh there was one that uh really kind of piqued my interest mm -hmm. in a way that it led me down some thought and i go you know here's something i we i don't know that we've really talked about mm. we've talked about things to help us but i don't think we've really talked about when someone else needs help mm -hmm. and what are some things that we can do when we see either someone that's 
needs help or is asking for help how do we help them because most of us obviously aren't trained in uh therapy or Mm -hmm. psychology so what are some helpful tips and some things we can do to help someone else when they're in pain and either asking for it or you feel like they're for whatever reason aren't asking for it but you need to help direct them in in a way that because some people don't take you know advice very well or other people take it and they take everything literally yeah so i'm kind of lobbing you a softball and all right and do we we get some questions or something around this yeah yeah, but uh, that's not the questions but it right it it kind of it comes up yeah yeah and and it's something that i just felt like you know hey this is something we we never talk about we always talk Mm -hmm. talk about in my in how does it help us yeah and i i know we've talked in the past and we've gotten a lot of questions how do you talk to somebody that's crazy you know my partner is my spouse is nuts how do i talk to him my my in-laws are bonkers how do you talk to them and we've done some how do you talk to crazy uh but in just in terms of but but like not everybody's crazy obviously and when so maybe we'll approach this from when just somebody needs a little bit of support and it were well i'll stay i'll say this let's start with this is one is you don't have to be a therapist to be able to help the peer support programs are a testament to that at the airlines those are not professionals they're peers that are, but they are trained in how to offer some support um, to a, a, a colleague. So you don't have to be a, a professional and you, you, you don't need to be. With that said, you don't want to try to take on things that maybe a professional might need to take on. And you've got to figure out where that threshold is. But in terms of just having a conversation with somebody there is a right way to do that and it like let's just say a friend even you know you got your friend and they want to call up and they're in crisis or they're upset or what's going on and it's easy to you know colluding is sometimes can be kind of helpful you know or a friend is like oh my god i totally agree oh what a jerk that guy was or wow she's awful yeah you should you know like there there's some comfort in that but it kind of becomes limited if you really want to be effective with offering the the most bang for the buck in terms of support, there is a series of, I would say, markers that you might want to try on and consider. And in V1, we have rules of engagement that's aligned with our our the, the tenets of why we're there, which we don't have to get into that, but... There's some rules of engagement that we offer in V1 with supporting uh, each other, members of the community supporting one another. And they are not, the people are not psychologists in V1 or professionals. Obviously, uh, the ones running it have that training, but the members are, are, they're pilots. They're not, they're not, uh, and they're not even, some of them are peer support um, trained volunteers at their companies, but most of them are not. They have no training in that. And so we have to kind of give them, here's some rules of engagement. So if it's okay with you, why don't I just cover those rules of engagement? No, I think that's what people need. Yeah, I think so. So you can use this in your own life. You don't have to be in V1 to do this or be in a peer support uh, program to do this. Just do this when you're offering support with uh, your spouse or with your kids or with your friends. It... So let's just say that offering support, emotional support we're talking about, not... Hey, Dad, I need 25 bucks. That's easy. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Um, which really ends up being, okay, fine. But 
to, to offer emotional support, it requires that you have empathy. It requires that you actively listen. Active listening means you're not texting or like scrolling on Facebook while somebody's, you know, dumping their 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 pain. Uh, or I shouldn't say dumping. That's not fair. But when somebody is trying to communicate that they're upset or what's going on with them, you really need to be actively listening. Put the devices away. Let's just start with that. Um, and and some level of understanding, right? If it's if it's completely foreign, if you're like, I don't understand anything about what's going on, you might not be the best person for them to be talking to. You might not be able to offer support. So, but here's some best practices to provide effective emotional support to to the people around you, your peers or your friends or even your family. So one is be be present and attentive. So when when someone reaches out for emotional support, you got to give them your full attention. Just put the distractions away and focus on what they are saying. Do you have any tips on that, Carl? Like to just be able to be present? Well, I will tell you this. When someone is taught, when someone is, you're trying to tell somebody something and they're constantly interrupting you, mm-hmm. even they, if they mean well to me, and and, I, and I've caught myself doing it, and I think I've done it to you a couple of times. It's it's a hard thing not to do when you have something that enters your mind you want to talk about. If you're doing that, you're thinking about your response and not what they're saying. Right. Completely. It's almost like you have to kind of go, when the person said what they said, hey, can you give me a second? I want to give you a response so you can th- formulate something at that point and just listen and take in. Because if yeah. you're trying to respond while they're talking, then you're not really actively listening you're just kind of listening if that makes sense yeah there, there's so a great something... acronym that i use is wait w-a-i-t you know what that stands for it stands for why am i talking wait before you want to interject and add your input just use the term wait why am i talking and what i think most people need they just need to be able to just uncork it just the and just but when you think they're done stop they're not let them let them go until they're just like you know they'll reach that oh, pause point right they're just like oh, and sometimes they'll say what do you think <laughs> and, and, and it's then tough. that's yeah we want to be helpful and totally and sometimes we actually I can't say cause problems, but it makes it harder to help yeah. when we're not listening. Really, truly, ear you know, ears open, mouth shut. Right, that's right. So just use the term "wait." So that is being present and attentive. And please put the distractions away. Put the phone away. I cannot believe where I, I witness people spilling their guts out. There's and the other person is literally scrolling, going, "Uh huh, uh huh." Yeah, uh-huh. that is so like destructive. It's so it, awful, isn't it? Yes, Ugh. it's rude. It's disrespectful. Also, my, when I'm when my children, I'm going put it down, and and I would appreciate you looking at me. Yes, uh, you know, or they'll have their back three quarters turned. I'm going, no, 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 no. You mm-hmm. look at me. You turn around. You put it down. This isn't trying to shame you or make you feel embarrassed, but this is just common decency and 
learning how to communicate with another person. Yep. Look at them in the eye. And they don't exist inside. I've had my kids sit in the same room, text each other. I'm going, I know. Uh-uh, that's oh, not going to happen. I know. It's, and it's talk. Like at the dinner table, texting but, each other. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, so I agree. It's, if, if they're doing that, then they're not actively that's engaged right. at all. They're disengaged. That's right. They're, they're using that as an avoidance technique. Yep. Because that's they really don't want to hear or don't like what you're saying, or yeah. or they think it doesn't, um, it it has no value to them. Right. So put the distractions away. Okay. So that's that's the first thing. I think it helps, and this is uh, this is where it really helps to know yourself. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um. Yeah, at V1, you know, we work when in our engagements, we work from the perspective of the, the mission of V1, which is to flourish and manage our energy. And there's some, some tenets that we work on. I think knowing what you're about and even the relationship that you have with that person is working through that lens. And that's a very open-ended thing and we probably will get a lot of con- you know questions of clarification and this might be confusion but it's like you know your relationship with your spouse is going to be very different than a relationship with a coworker or a relationship with your neighbor and so understanding the context of your relationship is a good place to start where you work through through that because you don't want to get yourself into a place where it's it's not about inappropriate but where it's sort of like you're delving into things that you can't, that it doesn't really apply. And that's where conversations, I think, be, can, can become quickly unsupportive, is where it's just like the context is off. So kind of know your audience, know the context of your relationship is helpful. Um, th- that I just wanted to start off with that. That's the f- most important overarching thing is like understand the context and, and work from that. You don't want to overstep let's say into somebody's relationship if they're a just a, a neighbor or a coworker right you're not involved at that level with them so work from the context that's appropriate second is don't rescue don't rescue if somebody is really in crisis then they need to unless it's a very tangible thing that you can provide emotionally trying to rescue somebody is a very dangerous thing to do you don't want to that is what professionals are for that are paid to to do to do that you don't want to be an emt if you're you know being doing roadside uh you know uh doctor work if you're not a a, a, an emt or a physician or a nurse right you you don't want to be doing that stuff you can actually do more harm Paid and trained. Exactly. That is the key. Trained and educated. That's right. Um, That's yep. right. You don't want to, you go to the, go to the professionals for that. That just makes sense. So, uh, and, and I think this is a, a thing that's really important is if you throw somebody a life preserver and you do it too quickly, they never learn how to swim. So when somebody's working through something, you don't want to disempower them by just trying to rescue and boy, as pilots, we are we want to rescue, don't we? I mean, we're just like, oh, so everybody stand aside. Let me fix this real quick here. I got it. Save the day. Save the day. And it, like, that's great when you're in an airplane. Awesome. That's I, I want that. You know, that's great. But when <laughs> you're dealing with, you know, emotional stuff with somebody else, like, just don't don't do that. Don't 
let them learn how to swim. So don't rescue. And we even in, in V1 and in mental skills and all stuff, we say, you don't rescue. You don't rescue. We have resources to do that. With uh, the aviation community in particular, we our personality type is such that we always think we can fix it and we can make it work. And that sometimes can work to our detriment. And, oh, yeah. And this is a great case of it where, you know, we can't solve everything. Yep. As, even no matter how hard we try. And, and sometimes we can actually make it worse. So you're right. It's You got to know where your limits are. What are you trained to do uh, versus right. what do you, you, just because you're trained as a, a, a high professional, uh, highly trained professional as an aviator, doesn't mean you are, right. you, know, you didn't sleep at a Holiday Inn Select and all of a sudden get it overnight. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm moving on up in the world with the Select there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, Select. Yeah, we, Select. We, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, and and I and I think too it's it's that old adage of like you know I just wanted you to listen don't solve it you know it's like that and and we get into especially as guys you know we're like let me just solve it stand back and like you know, the partner's like I don't want you to solve it I just want you to listen well that's because like they want to learn to swim we all inherently want to learn to swim we have an instinct to do that by the way it's I was at the pool the other day can I tangent for a second there was this newborn baby and they would just throw the baby in the water and the baby would swim it was crazy i was like that is so uh, amazing totally amazing like they're just good with it you know they're good with being underwater and it's like and then we gradually like unlearn how to swim and then you got to learn how to swim when you're you know five or six it's, it's crazy but anyways okay back on tack um second last yeah exactly <laughs> exactly second second is <laughs> you you need to show empathy so you need to let the person know that that you understand and care about their feelings not their thoughts their feelings you could be absolutely in disagreement about their thoughts you could be like eh, what you're saying is pure bonkers i don't agree at all but that's not helpful care about their feelings and and use statements like okay you know i can imagine that th this must be really tough for you right that's accurate because clearly they're struggling or i'm sorry to hear that you're going through this this is really this i, I know that this is, must be really hard that's really helpful because people feel like they're understood that's how we bond that's some bonding right there trying to get into like trying to help them rationalize their thinking around this very bad idea. Very bad idea. I'll ask you three different words, mm. and in particularly two of them, but pity, right. sympathy, and empathy. Right. What do you see as you know the the primary two are sympathize and empathize, but to me they're sometimes I see people interchange all that uh, the yeah. words, and I think they're very very they they are very different, but to yeah. you. I think that empathy is the ability to understand, which is exactly what we're talking about, mm -hmm. and and, and understand feelings of another and share in feelings of another person. So when you empathize, you actually can kind of feel what they're going through on a from a feeling perspective, a feeling perspective. How about sympathize? So, uh, sympathy is a little bit different, and, and you're right. People do is 
is they 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 confuse us all the time. Sympathy is more like you're pitying the person. Empathy is understanding how someone feels this. And I really believe in it. Like there's an appropriate way to express that. But what is more helpful, empathy or sympathy? Oh, by far, by far, empathy. Empathy. To me, pity is the worst because right. pity is almost like uh, it's it's almost in a way I can't call it disdain, but it is really it's a, I pity you. And right, it's, and it said it often in a derogatory, in a nasty way. Whereas empathy is 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 is, is your. It's like saying I I have never been in your shoes, and I can only imagine how difficult this is. You're 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 right. trying to put yourself in their shoes a little bit and help them, you know, because it's a difficult thing. And they go, I don't understand. Right. A lot of times they go, you don't know and you don't understand, and that's an attempt to kind of give them that. Hey, I, we're here. Regardless yeah. of whether I understand everything or not. Empathy is a shared emotion. Yep. And sympathy is 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 a, a what it way. does is it <laughs> allows you to relieve yourself from really like from being able to relate to what they're going through. That that's what it is. And to me, I think it's it's easier. Empathy is a little more action oriented in, in, in some respects. It can be, but those are that's a great. And what was the other the other well, question me, you had? Was I said empathy? Empathy is where you're kind of shared. Sympathy right. is more where it's one way. So, you know, where it's about how I feel. I feel bad for you, versus understanding you. And pity is where I I I you know I I, I it's like a disdaining term to me. Right. I pity you. Pity. I, um. Yeah, and I think sympathy that it gets people miss in they they interchange these yep they do it's just like it's just someone's suffering it's just a, it's like ah you just feel sorry for a person in a way that that kind of belittles them yep that's why um, i say it's a, to, to a little bit of disdain and, right. and you, you're not taking them seriously or it's like ah, whatever right P and sympathy is a little more compassionate it's a little yep. more genuine like okay that's really I, I i care about this person's well-being and i feel bad that you're in that position uh, yeah but it's not an understanding like yeah. you say, empathize you're going to that next level right and so and look and that look there's there's good utility with with sympathy empathy is is i can relate to the feelings that you're going through sympathy is like i have i can't even relate to like somebody that loses a child i i have i, I haven't lost a child thank god that I would have sympathy for somebody that has lost a child because I cannot even come close to understanding what that would feel like. But I have tremendous sympathy, and that's not pity. True, uh, that, you might that, even have some right. pity, but it's like, but I have sympathy for like no. I can't even understand the pain that that would be like. What that would to be to go through something like that. And I honestly believe personally that most people have the the predominant group is in sympathize. Empathy yeah. is is a harder thing to do either because you've gone through it or you. Some people are just have. A, well, here's a, a, the here's personality's a quick, better for empathy than others. Here's a way to know? get to be able to empathize very quickly. Don't worry about the content. Just just focus on the emotion of what they're going through. If somebody's grieving, if somebody's sad, if somebody's pain. angry, if somebody's in pain, all of us can relate to that. And so you'd be like, you know, I empathize with that pain. I know what that. I, I don't know the situation. Maybe that's where sympathy comes into play. Uh, I can't relate to that situation, but from the an emotional perspective, you can. We all can can empathize. So that's why I say don't get into a entanglement with their thinking 
just just yep. support them on an emotional level an emotional level okay next right if you're going to ask questions make sure they're open not closed basic right encourage them to talk about their emotions and experiences by asking questions like okay well how are you feeling about this and i know we don't want to talk about feelings it's that old you know you're going to have me talk about my feelings yeah we're going to talk about feelings how are you feeling about this can you tell me more about what happened not are you good or bad good ba those closed questions yes or, yes no, or no is closed open yeah. questions to get them to talk so that they can start to feel like they're they're being heard and they can kind of work it out a little bit just through the through the expression of of exploration so ask open questions Avo avoid judgment be non-judgmental and don't criticize or blame them for their feelings or even for the situation even if they it's totally their response they, it's their fault it's they got themselves into this that's not probably going to be very helpful oh you sh you you want to shut down a conversation do just that just do that and it shuts them right over. down done right so just done. as an alternative show acceptance and understanding so avoid judge so we, we said work from the perspective don't rescue be present and attentive kill the tech uh show empathy ask open questions don't judge next validate their feelings let them know that it's okay to feel the way they are feeling feelings cannot be argued with you can't be like you shouldn't feel that way that's stupid that's just dumb you can argue the 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 facts all day long which you can never you know is it right wrong who people can make up arguments all the time but with how you feel or how they feel no argument there so just validate them let them know it's okay to feel the way they're feeling can't can't help that and what validation does is it, it helps people feel understood and it helps them feel like you're actually supporting them just through validation i remember i had a my sister i think i told you my sister her husband committed suicide he was on active duty in the navy and mm -hmm. Um, I won't go into the details, but the bottom line is it just obviously devastated her. And it took her about two years to yep. finally, one day she said, it's time to start living. But before that, at, at least one member of the family said, it, why isn't she over that? Come on, get get over it. Because it was just so tough because there were so many memories. And I'm going, and I remember saying, you know, you, you, you're making things worse don't do that because it's like she should be over by now come on let's get back with things it's oh going. there's Maybe no you can do that wait yeah. until it happens to you and you tell me how this easy is that is a, a big it's issue i have with some yeah. grief therapists like i are grief coaches excuse me grief therapists that's a real thing but some grief coaching i mean maybe there's some good ones but like if if somebody's putting a timeline on your grieving run Grief is nonlinear. There's no yes, timeline it on it. There's no timeline on it. And so that, and it's normal. Grief is a normal reaction that can look like illness, but it's actually, no, it's very adaptive. It's very normal. So there is no timeline on it. Thank you for mentioning that. That's really, it's one of my huge, I get pretty activated around that. Um, okay. Respect their boundaries. Some people are not comfortable sharing everything when they're hurting, when they're in pain, and that's totally okay. So respect their boundaries, 
and let them share at their own pace. Now, with that said, just because you might be uncomfortable, don't stop them from sharing. Some people are like, oh, okay, uh, you're, you're good, you're good. They want to put a button on it because they're uncomfortable. And it's like, you, you that's not helpful in terms of supporting somebody. So keep your own poop under in check right if you got your own issues we all have them it's activating for you you don't want to bring that into the support where it's starting to act if you if that's the case don't be the person that they talk to so you've got to but but you also don't force them to talk you just respect them with wherever they're at and you just be supportive so respect their boundaries here's a big one (laughs) we have to manage this in in v1 and mental skills and is avoid giving unsolicited advice. Your your intentions are good, okay? They're good. They're good. Your intentions are good. But offering advice without being asked for it can sometimes be not only unhelpful, but it can create a lot of, of damage. So instead, this is where it gets easy, right? Just focus on listening and understanding their perspective. What are your thoughts, Carl? Talk to me, because I, I see your head's popping around. You're, you're like, oh yeah, popping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What I mean, what do you? Th- what's your thoughts on the I, advice I, thing? It's so easy to get into that, you know. Like to me, th- th- there's 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 three things. There's fact, there's opinion, and then there's experience. Mm. When you're talking to me, if 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 it's something that I similar situation that I went through then I can give my experience and say, this is, you know, I I don't know how much this may relate, but this is how, this is what happened to me when I lost my child. You know, these are the things I went through. That's my experience. But if you're trying to help someone and opinion is just that it's an opinion. It's what you think and believe, not what's fact. If you're going to help somebody at all, like point them to things that can provide them help where there's facts, where there's objective data or, or information because so many people's idea of an opinion about, Hey, this works. Well, is that because you, it's a fact or because you just heard someone else say it works. And I think that's where it can get really dangerous is where you're offering, Hey, it's like during, I'm, I'm not here to talk about COVID other than the fact is that people say, well, I took this and this really worked. Or right. I heard this worked, and that's dangerous because that could was that a fact or is that just mm-hmm. hey you somebody on on the radio said to do that right and you didn't do your research so that right. to me I'm always when I hear advice where's it coming from yeah that's right that's right so don't do it so just don't don't give don't uh, if they ask for advice you can say this is my thoughts on this or here's my opinion but just please remember this is just an opinion and opinions are like buttholes yeah butts and everyone got them you know and they usually stink and they usually do <laughs> that's right so just be be really mindful of that okay if, if you have a, an experience to me yeah. that's something that's very sure. because this was my happens, experience and you have firsthand knowledge of it so that that's one right. is uh, to me is is really good it may not be it may not be in their exact case but at least it's something that you that's empathy you can relate because you went through it that's right thing that's right all right here's the next one be patient and this is a tough one 
This is a big one, right? Be nice. Don't be a dick. Just be nice. Be patient. Emotional support requires many conversations. Our friends in the peer programs, they'll can tell you this. It's not usually one and done. It might be a few. It's it's because it's changing. The story changes and it's it's complicated. So it, it might require multiple ongoing conversations. Now, not if it's too many, it's like you probably need to talk to a professional, you know, that but but it's not going to be one and done. So be patient and and just offer kindness through the process. The process. If you're being showing empathy, you're being kind, but don't be a jerk. It's like it's real simple. And I see that go south all the time. People like the the listener, the friend that's supposed to be quote unquote supporting just becomes impatient because they're like, why can't you see that this is the way it's supposed to be? And then they become an asshole. That is not helpful. Kindness is so underrated. It it is so a necessary part and, and making the conversation about you and not the person you're there for. I don't know if that was one. Did I, you're welcome. You know, coffee just came right out my nose on that <laughs> because it's so. You see it that happen all the yeah, time. All of a sudden, they'll, they'll be talking about the thing, and then, then you go. So who's helping who here? Right. Exactly. They get into their but own they, stuff. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, Hold on. How did this happen? And then, then you're asking the person who's in pain to help you. <laughs> right. Enough about me. What do you think of me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you? Just, yeah. How much do you like me? <laughs> And it happens mm. quick. So yeah, it's it's and, and and sometimes it's it's not intentional. No, it just no, happens. No. But you've got to be able to realize, hey, enough about me. I, I'm sorry that this is really about you. You have to bring it back to the subject and bring it back to like you to the present. Well, this and is I'll about- tell you this: if you find yourself where it's about you, you probably enter the zone of advice giving. Yep. Oh my God. So yes. that's a good clue. Oh, wait a minute. I might be kind of advising here, and that's not going to be helpful in this. And we all do it. It's not like, oh, we're all perfect. We all can get into this sort of, you know, pontificating around our own experience, which then very quickly becomes, you got to do this and that. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. What the hell am I doing? This is not what, this is not going to be helpful to you. So just, but yeah, be kind. Kindness is one of the number one factors in our well-being is being kind not even on the recipient end of kindness but actually just being nice it's the number one way to yes. boost your serotonin and boost all those cuddling norepinephrine and the the cuddle chemicals and a sense of well-being just be nice go to the grocery store and be nice to somebody look at how it makes you feel oh yes yes we're in the terminal I, right just be nice just be nice i i say people are so quick to criticize and slow to praise and I know I don't succeed, but I try to be quick to praise and slow to criticize. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot to say something nice to somebody. Where if you see a dress or a, or a, a a shirt that looks really nice, or a perfume, or or a cologne, right. and just say, "Boy, that smells really that nice." Smells great. And that, that makes pe- people feel yeah, good. Yeah, they're that. like, "Oh, they hell all yeah, sudden, wow, good." You know, because do you think they put on? cologne or perfume to smell crappy they put it on because they like it and it's nice someone appreciate yeah. there's there every now and then when i'm in the store there's someone there'll be a there'll be a perfume i smell that reminds me of my of my mom you know mm. yeah and and but you know and it's amazing people feel feel 
you put a smile on people's face. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything. Nope. And the reason I say this so much is, is it's a mindset. And if, if you, if you always take it from the point of view, I don't have to criticize everything. Then your your thoughts kind of try to go to the kind side first, rather than the the ugly side. It's it's like putting on a seatbelt. You gotta. It's something. It's a mindset. If yep. your mind is always quick to criticize, then it's. I think you're going to have a tougher yeah. time to be kind because you're already preloaded to be yeah. negative. Yep. It just random acts of kindness. It just feels good. Yep. You, you're like, man, I feel really good. That that, that was really. You know, it's great what it's great what it does for them, but it's even better what it does for you. So be nice. It's a win-win. Yeah. So okay, in my bumper sticker, don't be a dick. Right there, you go. Now, here we go. <laughs> Encourage professional help when needed. If the person is going through a very challenging time or dealing with like a serious mental health issue, encourage them to seek professional help. Talk to a therapist. That goes without saying. I think we've, we've talked a little bit in the past about, I did an episode uh, where I flew solo on mental health, and I offer a couple of key things about, like, where do, what do you look for, you know, that big decline in function, and that's where it might be, you know, something that's a little bit more significant than just uh, a friend, where you need some professional help. So don't sit on that and just think, you know, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna solve this for them. That's not helpful. So encourage professional help when it's needed. Before I did some therapy, I I think I was probably in the mainstream of people going, oh, I don't need therapy, or right. that's a waste. What I have come to learn that, and and this may sound counterintuitive, but it's really not that even when you're in a healthy place. Therapy is not a bad thing. So mm -hmm. to, it never hurts to say, hey, you know, you might want to look at some therapy, not because all of a sudden they're a bad person or they're, oh my God, there's something wrong with you. It, it, there's a value in it. And it's yes. something that I had to go through to really understand that it's, that there's, there's not a, we, we attach an, an un- uh, what's the word I want to say? We attach a stigma to it that doesn't deserve to be there. That it's a bad thing to go. Oh yeah, and then that take aviation just takes it to another level, you know. Of oh my god, yep, yeah. So In a um, empathetic way, it, it, it the odds of it coming across negatively are much lower yep. because it, it it's never a bad thing to say. Hey, you know, this might be something you want to talk about, mm -hmm. and maybe to someone who's actually had some training that might be able to to to, to give you mm -hmm. some additional uh, help that is above and beyond mine as a as a friend. That's Just right. Thoughts to think of. Think yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so here's the last one. Follow up. Follow up, check in with them later, see how they're doing. Letting them know that you still care is so meaningful. I've had that with 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 when I've vented or or you know a friend has really supported me and then like a week later 
they just check in. Hey, I just want to see how you're doing. Oh my God, that's like, that's so, that's almost more meaningful than like the conversation that we had. It's just like, oh my God, you thought about me. I'm on your mind. You got my back. You're checking in. You're, you're not just like, okay, you know, here we go. We're all done with that. See you later. Just follow up. That is really impactful. And we forget to do it. Yeah. We forget to do it because we get busy. I've always said that when I pass, the greatest thing that someone could ever say about me is that he cared. And so caring about someone else's well-being goes so far. And you may not, they may not present it in such a way, but it's the truth. The fact that someone else cared enough to see how you're doing and look that they want, they had your welfare in, in mind is a big deal. What's that saying? You know, they, people, people don't care about how much you know, but they know how much you care. And that's, yep. that is the follow-up is, is, is key. So we said work from the perspective of the relationship, the, the appropriate context of your relationship. That's the first one. Don't rescue, throw them a life, a life, a life, you know, raft, give them a, give them a vest, throw, throw them the, don't, if you throw them the life vest too fast, if, if you need to throw them a life vest, get them help. That's re really, unless it's a pragmatic thing, like, hey, I need $15, right? I've given, I've paid for people's rent and stuff like that. It's like, like they're in deep doo-doo here. I'm like, all right, look, I'll cover it. Let me just cover it. That's, that's maybe an appropriate, like, life vest, but in an emotional perspective, if you throw them the raft too quick, they don't know how to swim. And you might not be in a position to know how to throw a raft. So don't don't rescue. Be present and attentive. Show some empathy, sympathy when it's required. Listen very actively. Use that WAIT acronym. Why am I talking? It's brilliant. Ask open-ended questions. And by the way, brilliant, it's not because I came up with it. I didn't come up with that. I learned that in pro standards training is they gave that acronym is like, you know, when you're doing that, it's wait, why am I talking? It's, it's wonderful. Oh, ask open-ended questions. Closed questions are, are silly. That's low quality questions. Avoid judging, validate their feelings, not their thoughts, their feelings, respect the boundaries, avoid giving just unsolicited advice. That's not helpful. Be patient, be kind, don't be a dick. And just follow up. If you do that, you are going to be a all-star of offering support. An absolute all-star. I, I would want to add that one in that I mentioned to you. Don't make the don't turn the conversation into to you. Yeah. Don't make exactly. it about yes, you. Yes, thank you. Yep. Encourage and, professional help when needed. Yeah. Yep. And the last one that I'll piggyback on your weight that I just thought about because it's happening. And that is... By waiting, sometimes, not always, but sometimes they can actually come to the an answer themselves by by talking oh, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. can actually come to some sort of peace, resolution, a, a way forward, just all by themselves. And then you haven't said a word and they say, well, geez, thanks for, fi thanks for helping me. And you go, uh, you know, they figured it out on their own. You just listened. Yeah, man. Some, some things can't be. You know, but a lot of things can. So by waiting, you, you're helping them often 
do all the heavy lifting themselves. And that's, that's the, uh, let me just do one little last riff. That's a great point because the difference, the, one of the differences, there's some big differences between like therapy and coaching is I think one of the, the beautiful things about therapy is that letting somebody work this out on their own, just having the support to be able to do that. That's very therapeutic because you get a lot of learning. Coaching is not therapy. Coaching is like, is like, this is what you need to do to be able to hit the goals uh, that you're trying to achieve. And so that's a great differentiator. But so if helping and offering support, I think that that should have therapeutic value, not coaching value, but therapeutic value. So it's important to let them work it out because the reality is you may not know the answer. You, you don't know the answer for them. You're not the expert on them. They're the expert on themselves. And they've got to be able to work it through what is the best option. You can just be really supportive and and help kind of be with them through that process. But that's going to require them to to, to work a lot of this out on their own. So it's a really yes. good point. Uh, we're getting just about at the end, but uh, before I ask you your one single takeaway, do you have if somebody wants to look a little bit further, do you have a resource for them to look at? <laughs> <laughs> you, knew, I mean, you know you know i asked this question i know i didn't even think about that you know i don't i don't <laughs> have there isn't a lot of comprehensive resources on this in my opinion there's a lot of like training programs that for pure you know like like i i think the red cross has some good stuff on this the uh critical instant stress foundation um has you know, in terms of like debriefing and that's all peer, peer to peer has some good, good literature on this. It, is there this anything is, on listening? This is a, yeah, there, there's, I think there's something called just listen. There's a, a there's a book yeah. called just listen. That's a great, I think if you can listen, book. you're doing, yeah. that's, that's a, the, probably one of the biggest pieces actually to be active listening. You know, hold on a second. Um, Mark Goulston. Just looking at my bookshelf. He has a book. I think it's called Just Listen, actually. Yeah, wait a minute. That is the book. Mark Goulston is wonderful. He's a psychiatrist, very well known. He's He wrote a book called Talking to Crazy. Um, he's great. He has a book called Just Listen. That's a great book. That is a really, really good book. Yeah, that's the resource. There you go. Just Listen. We could even cover a, a review on it. I've read it. I've got tons okay. of notes on it. So, so. So just listen. Last, that's my one thing. Yeah. Just listen. The la that's it. All right. That's well, it. then, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Just listen. And you've been listening to us. For too long. Talk about, <laughs> yeah. We are so grateful for all of you. Our, our wish, if you want to say, is that what we say here are things that are helpful to you and that are useful. And that these are things that, we believe you have the ability and could use in your day-to-day -day life. So we want to say thank you and uh, please let us know if these are things that you really like or you don't like. We, we want uh, your input because this podcast is for you and about you. So please rate, rate us, give us a review, give us a thumbs up, tell your friends, neighbors, whoever. And let me um, just add, just click the like button it, it helps more people find this and no, it, it's amazing how people just don't click it they just have no they listen to this they don't take literally two seconds to click it 
that would really help us reach more people which is our whole goal is to just spread this out so enough people can benefit it just betters the world if if they can work on themselves and learn some of this so please just hit the button that's it that's all i'm asking it's not asking for too much well with that in mind we thank you we hope you have a great rest of your day and week and we look forward to you on our next podcast take care Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance-related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect podcast.